Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. Oh, thank you to our musicians today for leading us in worship. What a gift they are to us as they lead us in the presence of the Lord, who's so worthy of our praise and worship. I want to invite you now to open your Bibles to Psalm 150 as we continue our series entitled Songs for the Season from the Book of Psalms. We're going to look specifically at a psalm of praise. It will, lo- it will likely not be the last message we have from uh, the psalms on praise. It's so rich. There's so much there. So consider this more of like just a message, kind of an introduction. So Psalm 150, it's the final song of the book of Psalms. It's thought to have been composed specifically to close out the Psalter, to, to end in big praise and worship to God. And we shouldn't miss the fact that at the, each, at the end of each of the four previous books and psalms, each one of them also end with a praise to God. Check it out in your Bibles. So it's not an accident. Tim Keller says this, the psalms are, in the end, a miniature of life. Every possible experience, if prayed to the God who really is there, is destined to end in praise. Even confession, you know, when we mess up, and we go to God and we confess our sins, it leads to joy of forgiveness. And again, praising the Lord that he is God of so much grace and mercy. And even psalms of lament when we go to God, when we're going through such hard times and we're wrestling with the pains of life, that when we bring them to God, those laments, they bring us closer to God. How many times I've seen that? That people, even when they're going through hard things, they are praising the Lord because they're experiencing him in profound, deep ways, even through their tears. Eugene Peterson says this, all true prayer pursued far enough becomes praise. It may take a long time or it may take a lifetime, but all prayer that engages God and the world as they truly are will eventually end in praise. Well, let's go to Psalm 150. It says this, Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. Praise Him for His acts of power. Praise Him for His surpassing greatness. Praise Him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise Him with the harp and lyre. Praise Him with timbrel and dancing. Praise Him with the strings and pipe. Praise Him with the clash of cymbals. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Let's pray together. Lord, as we come to this psalm and to this this great gift that you've given to us, just to praise your name and this call that you have, I pray now that you would meet each one wherever they are today and that you would draw them, draw us, draw me, Lord, into praise and worship of, of you. You are great and greatly to be praised today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's a true thing, isn't it, friends, that we as human beings are hardwired to praise. We we love to praise the people and things we enjoy. We praise what we value. We praise what we support. And most definitely, we praise what and who we love. Of boyfriends and girlfriends, they praise each other. And to their friends, they say, oh, she's awesome. He's unbelievable. 
Spouses even of 30, 50, and more years still loving and praising on one another. We praise our kids to our friends uh, and our grandchildren even more. I know I'm looking forward to that as we're expecting a grandchild. We praise the music we love. You, you know musicians receive lots of adoration and praise from people. Oh, if you're into books, authors and the books they write, we praise. Or maybe you're a car guy and you praise the custom work someone did on their old 56. In, in a sports-saturated society, uh, the sports we enjoy, we praise. And certainly the athletes re- receive a great deal of praise and adoration. Well, until, of course, they don't come through for us in the big clutch. And then they're bums and we boo them and all that. We can be so fickle with that. You know, as I was thinking about this idea of praise, there's three stories that kind of come came to my mind that helped me understand, again, what's happening when I'm praising? What's happening when we go together to the Lord in, in, in praise? So I was watching a game all by myself. It was last year during the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not a Yankees fan by any stretch. There's an easy team not to like, but I, I have a special interest in one of their players. He's a, a Visalia native, DJ LeMayhew. Uh, his parents uh, are friends, and I taught with his dad. And so it's game six, ninth inning. It's actually three and two, and DJ is up to bat, and they're down by two runs in the top of the ninth. And he gets up to bat, and once you know it, he hits a home run. And all of a sudden I realized I was standing in the middle of my living room, and I just had my hands up, and I was just cheering, and I was so excited for him and for their family. And, you know, even as I, I think about it now, you know, it brings great joy. And I remember I was texting his mom and dad. I mean, like, DJ, let's just, like, oh, that is just, I, and I had my hands up. It was, it, it started get me thinking about this posture of praise. And then it got me thinking another story. This was way in the 80s when I was uh, in, in Central America, in Guatemala, there was a civil war. And so a couple different times we got pulled over and, and I was at gunpoint by the military. And again, same posture, just with my hands up. And, you know, they weren't asking, do you feel comfortable with your hand? No, it wasn't about comfort. It was just about surrender. And again, this posture with the hands up. Well, then I was just thinking about another thing I saw just this past Sunday out on our um, out on our lawn, out in the Shady Oak campus of Tulare Community Church. And I was watching little Willow. She's a little toddler, the daughter of two of our um, our staff members here, Sean and Ty Davis, our worship leader. And then Ty, of course, you've heard him preach here. And so, oh, just dear friends of ours. And we're I was watching little Willow run across the grass to to her grandparents, and she came up to them, and then up went her hands, you know, and you could just tell the the love and the affection and the dependence and just wanting to be in their arms, and so up went her hands. Three three stories. Isn't isn't that what praising God is all about? Like all all three of those, you know, the, the thrill of victory, I mean, just jubilation and joy, but, you know, also surrender and and most of all, love and dependence in a personal God. So, 
We go to Psalm 150. That first verse basically says, hey, praise God everywhere. You praise Him in the sanctuary. And so, again, when we're all together, we're going to praise the Lord. We're going to worship Him. I mean, it's a little bit like when you're all together, how much better it would have been had I been in the middle of all those Yankee fans when DJ hit that home run. And then my cheering it would have been just taken up with everyone's. There would have been more. It just grabs us and, and brings more. And so it is with worship. When we worship him in the sanctuary, along with the choir is basically what he was saying here. Then even if our voices aren't that great, oh, we just enter in and we're worshiping the Lord. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So he says that in the sanctuary. But he also says in the mighty heavens, this powerful God. And of course, all heaven is filled with his praise. There's nothing in resistance whatsoever to the worship and praise of God there. And so again, um, inside and outside and, and everything in between. So when you are doing something that you love to do, you're, you're just, you're enjoying it. It's, it's kind of one of your things and you are you know, passionate about it. And then all of a sudden it strikes you in that moment, like, hey, this is a gift from God. The gifts that I have, the opportunities I have, maybe you're backpacking out in the, in the back country or whatever it is that you love to do, but you realize, hey, this is a gift from my Father in heaven. Then praise Him. Praise Him right there. If you're alone in your car, if you're outside somewhere, again, something of expressing your praise and your worship and your recognition that you're receiving something from him. Well, then the second part in verse two, it says, worship him and praise him for everything. If you look at this uh, verse two, it says, praise him for his mighty deeds and praise him according to his excellent greatness. Now, this is two different things, really. We praise him for what he's done to us. And we'll have many messages on this, especially when we get closer to Thanksgiving and, and we'll have have uh, messages that really talk about thanking God because this is where thanking God and praising God really uh, interweave with one another because of what he does for us, the gifts he gives us. And we need to praise and thank him for those. And so we can always, you know, that's always a good thing to do. You have a, a new child or a grandchild or you have, you know, you get married or, just, you know, just something just wonderful happens and you just, you know, you give God praise and thanks and for his gifts of salvation and, and redemption and the way that only he can work in your life. We, we praise and thank him for that. But sometimes we're in places where we're still waiting for God to do something and we're, we're wondering, Lord, are you even there? Are you, are you gonna do something? Is it mean that no, we're not praising God? Oh no, absolutely not. In those times, uh, absolutely we're praising because we're praising him more often for who he is for his character. Um, the Psalms do give us pathways uh, to be angry with God, but you know, never never like an athlete where, you know, what have you done for me lately? So I'm just gonna discard. No, no, it's not like that. No, it, it, it's just, you know, we just know that we have to wait and then we come to God and we, we can still praise him for who he is in his character. It's something I used to have to do or that I did with my youth group when I was a youth pastor, I would have I have students say, hey, I just say, hey, finish this statement. God is. And they would, you know, and, and they would say, okay, God is. 
And then they start looking their Bible, they start, and they say, well, God is holy, God is good, he's, he's powerful, he's personal, he's, he's loving, he's awesome, and all those things. And then we would turn those then into prayers of praise. Father, I praise you for being loving, I praise you for being awesome, I praise you for being holy. This is how we do it, praise for God. This is something I would encourage you to do even today. Think about the character of God and simply Praise Him in that way. So we praise Him everywhere. We praise Him for everything. And then we're going to praise Him in every way. So verses 3 through 5, you know, eight or nine different instruments, also often called the musician's psalm. Um, it has music. It has dancing. It's, it's full-throated worship and praise of God. It's, it's certainly outward expressions. There is a posture. It's I, I know it's what's going on the inside, and oftentimes you, you know, it's not it, it's not equal. Like if you're going crazy, that that's what's going on the inside, or if you are are very reserved, sometimes or sometimes that's our even our posture. We're we're not all expressive and everything, but oh, the connection that we have the Lord and and the worship that we are giving, the praise that we're giving Him. But here in this psalm, in this psalm, and I suspect when we're in heaven that there is going to be a lot. Uh, outward expression and no reservation whatsoever. Um, there's that song I can only imagine. So it kind of makes me, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll just fall on our face. Maybe we won't say anything at all. But oh my goodness, that day with no hindrance whatsoever. So again, this outward expression. In it. And then the last, ver- the last line says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. I mean, do you have breath today in your lungs um, you are called, I'm being called to, to praise the Lord. And it's with a purpose. It's, God wants us to be in his presence, and this is how we enter his presence. Psalm 100 verse 4 says this, Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. He wants us to be with him. He wants us to enjoy him. He wants us to be, and how does a God of all glory and all power Enjoy and give us the opportunity to enjoy him, to be in his presence. And indeed, this is how we do it. The Westminster Shorter Catechism wrestles with this question. What's the chief end of man was the question. What, what, what's the purpose? And their answer was man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Those two are linked, enjoying him and then giving him worship and praise. So praise invites his presence. God dwells close to us when we praise him. He lives there. He he looks for it. Psalm 22 verse 3 says he inhabits the praise of his people. In 1 Peter it says this. You're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into marvelous light. Isn't that beautiful? He's done something. He's called us. And now that's our joy. Now what's up with this? C.S. Lewis has some tremendous writing if you wanted to pursue something more of this. C.S. Lewis talks about a question that he had early on that he was like, what's up with this God who just wants to be praised? I mean, he said it like only he can say it. He's just like, he's like he is C.S. Lewis something of a like, a, a, like a woman who just is so insecure. She always needs something to, uh, 
to uh, praise him and, and uh, you know absolutely not it's just this consummation of 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 uh, praise makes that which we love even greater and that's why we are those that sort of people that we talk about the things that we love we we um, the people we love we we praise them it's not because there's insecurity it's just that it makes it all the more real and greater and we enjoy it more and then we have more praise and we praise him more and then we enjoy him more and so again he wants us to be close to him and enjoy him he wants us to be close to his heart one of the psalms that we read this week from psalm 148 those last five psalms are all about praise but he says this and he has raised us up for his people a horn the strength the praise of all his faithful servants of israel the people close to his heart praise the lord did you catch that the, the people close to his heart the message yeah, it says it this way, Israel's children, intimate friends of God. So just a few things now in, clu- in conclusion as we cons- <clears throat> excuse me, consider the, this today. Yeah, what, has, what has God given you, you know, kind of just authentically these days that when you think about it, that you just want to turn that to a prayer and a song of praise to him? Um, even in the hard times, where are you experiencing him deeper as he brings hope and healing and comfort? You can praise him for that. What has he done for you that you could praise him? What, of his, what, what is it of his character that amazes you today? You can praise him with that. Oh, I pray that in this day and already even maybe when you were worshiping the Lord with the musicians leading us, that you had this moment where you again were in awe uh, you know, of the Lord. It, 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 something happened to me last week, and maybe this will happen to you too, that even doing the same thing and saying the same words, something of the Spirit will capture your heart and again put you in a posture of praise. Doesn't that sound good to be in a posture of praise as a, opposed to having our eyes like just on our own self and selfishness or having our eyes on the news and all the stuff that's going on? I mean, doesn't it sound refreshing? And oh, it will be when we come to the Father in praise. Well, what happened to me, I was, we had a, a gathering, we call it the Next Step Gathering. Some folks are making TCC their home here, going to get baptized and such. Oh, so exciting. And so I was just talking about Tulare Community Church and then saying some of the things that I've said many times and just simply said, listen, Tulare Community Church, the church isn't a gated community here. You know, it's it just like, we're, we're not just like, in here just about ourselves. No, we're, we're going out into the community. We're, we're bringing the love of Christ out in the community in, in the most practical sort of ways. We're, no, we're not a gated community as if we're trying to keep the riffraff out. And it just struck me again, and I've said it many times, where it's just like, I guess the riffraff are already in. We, we made it in. We're, we're here. We're like, how did that happen? None of us around the table at that point. I mean, I'm not saying that the people around the table were not in it. They were lovely people. I'm so excited. They're, they're awesome. But what just struck me was that there was nothing different about us than anyone else. I mean, that God made a way. That he made a way that, 
that, that's the gospel. He made a way by his son Jesus, perfect in every way, coming to earth and dying on the cross for our sins and taking what we deserved and then in grace offering us the gift of salvation and then through our faith simply because he drew us there he he drew us to that um grace to that gift we received that gift and and then he ascended and he has a place for us and we belong and that's where we're going to go and psalm 150 at that point will just come naturally now it's sometimes a sacrifice of praise but it just struck me again oh my goodness Praise the Lord, praise you, God, that you are so gracious and loving and merciful and that you draw people to yourself. And we are grateful recipients of that. And then praise the Lord. I don't know what it will be for you today, but oh, that you would be grasped again by the power of the Spirit of what the Father has done and who he is, that you may praise him full throttle with a a posture of praise whether it's external like this, but certainly in your heart and in your spirit, that you are worshiping the God of all gods who's worthy of our praise. Amen. Let's, let's pray. Lord, thank you so very much for the gift of this day, for the, for the word that you give us and all the psalms of praise that give us pathways to recognize how good you are and to praise you. Oh, find us faithful often, Lord, of praise and worship. You're worthy of it, Lord. You alone are worthy of our praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.